Alrighty, folks, welcome back to another episode of the Uppercut Podcast. And today we have a very special guest on. He is an eight and three fighter from the UFC's band and weight division, Carlos the Cannon Candelario. Carlos, thank you for coming on. Hey, no problem, guys. Thank you for having me on. Of course. Um, so we before we got into this, we were just playing the name game a little bit and we were talking about uh MMA in our respective areas. Uh Carlos, mm-hmm. you're out of like the Springfield, Connecticut area, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. right now I'm living in Springfield, but yeah, m- majority of my career was in Connecticut. I still train there right now. So yeah, exactly. So we were just talking about how, um, there's like, it's hard to get started there. How did you end up getting started in MMA and training? Well, um, when I first started, it was, I would say it was like middle school, you know, just started wrestling a little bit, summer, summer school programs, like things like that. And then it just progressed. I would say when I was in um, freshman, I, I wrestled up to freshman. And then, you know, you, you start to meet girls a little bit, yeah. you know, life a little bit. So I kind of detoured from it a little bit. And then I was like, man, I want to do something hard again. So yeah. um, I, I wanted to join boxing. There was a local club right in that, down the street from my house so i just went there really i just told my mom i kept begging her begging her begging her so i was like a back i was kind of a bad kid so um i was just begging her, but she was like tell me no because she thought that i would just get even like angry and just beat people up even like stuff like that but one day she just took me and i kind of like fell in love with it and then it just progressed i went to um a kickboxing class one day i just there was actually a, a, a kickboxing class at the place i was going to mm-hmm. and i seen like their movement and their kicks and stuff like that and i was like i gotta do that yeah and it just like progressed to that and then when i was far people i would take them down a little bit my coach dennis yeah. he would be like man i know a guy that does jujitsu man you should you should like meet with these guys just train with these guys they're like they're do they're trying to do what you're trying to do and I was like 18, 19 yeah. at the time. So it was like more than 10 years ago. <laughs> so I wasn't even thinking of it. And I'm like, all right, all right. And then one day he just came to my house, brought me to uh, jiu-jitsu school. Mm-hmm. And there was like um, some ex-USC fighters there like from back then. And yeah. um, I I was like, wow, like this is crazy. Like you could really be dangerous on the ground. And yeah. this little guy coach that I was teaching, he was small. And I, I thought I knew a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can do a little something to him. And then he was just flipping me and talking to me, getting mad, tapping me out every two seconds. And I was like, man, I got to learn from this guy. He's right. And then yeah. it just progressed, man. It just progressed. I met other fighters. People was like, man, you got to fight. Then yeah. I, tr- uh, I started really fighting. I'll say like, yeah, like 19, 20. Yeah. And then it just um, turned pro, 22, 23. And it's just like going, you know. But then, you yeah. know, injuries, things like that come, things like that happen to every fighters, trying to find a love again, stuff like that. I just, you know. So you made your amateur debut with Premier FC in 2012. How was that transition from like hobby fighting, I guess you could say, to an amateur debut right there and it starts to become something? Um, I was just doing it so much that I was like, there was not many around, especially yeah. in the Connecticut area. I was like, Man, I want to find. I want to see if this is real. If this is true, like if I could really pull off these moves. And then one day, my coach just came up and he was like, "Oh, if you do this tournament, you'll keep fighting. You'll keep fighting, stuff like that." I'm like, "Okay." I just showed up, and it was crazy. It was in a little, little, tiny ballroom. I'm <laughs> telling you, man, 
Like, yeah. Like I say, like twenty steps, you can walk into the other side of the room, and um, it was just a great. I feel like a great experience. I yeah. kind of loved it. The, the um, back in the days when it was like not too much, we were just going there yeah. just to fight. There was like really no cameras or nothing. <laughs> just people, people really going there just to compete and stuff. But I, I see that, and I feel like it kind of built me, you know, just to that level I am today. It kind of shows, you know, if you're really passionate, you know, like if you if you really work hard, I feel like you can get to this level. I feel like a lot of people just don't stick with it, you know. I mean, you're definitely right. I mean, you stuck with it. You got five straight finishes in your amateur career, and then that led to your pro debut with a reality fighting in 2015. Uh, what was that transition like from amateur to pro? It, um, I wasn't even trying to do it, man. I was just honestly just fighting my my ex teammate. He was a UFC fighter too. His name is Matt Bissett. So he was one of the first guys I kind of was like really starting with him. Like he was the only one that was, I felt like, there's other few guys, but I felt like he was really passionate about the sport, trying to be a champion, trying to get it to see, I could tell from the get. And he would coach me a few, a few fights. And I remember when I finished one guy, I knocked one guy out, and right after he was like, man, Carlos, you need to turn pro. You need to turn pro. <laughs> Things like that. And I'm like, you sure? You think I'm good enough? You think I'm good enough? And then. He's like one of the first guys to kind of really motivate me to do it. Just like I tell you, everything is like, in a way, you don't even mean to do it. Just like, you know, like every step by step, especially if you're good, people are going to be like, you got to do this, you got to do that. You know, but I, I did love it. I, I did want to do it. But it's like he was really the one that was like, and it was super hard to find people to fight me. Because <laughs> at the time, like I say, what, 2014, 15? There was the guys I say that was like John Jones kind of era, Connor. When I seen those guys, I was like, man, I can do this too, you know. So it's like, it just all progressed, man. I'm really afraid to have it in a way. It just really just happened. I mean, that's super cool. Um, so when you say like you can just go and turn pro, what does that? How does that look? Do you like go to a promotion? You ask them to take you on, or do they reach out to you, or how does that work? Well, Matt was said he was kind of managed me in the beginning. Matt with top game and Tyson. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just telling me, man, you need to go pro. And then he knew a, a league called reality fighting. He was like, yeah. coming up soon. You know, I'm going to try to get you this. It's a good crowd. Kind of similar. It's not like, you know, what you're doing now, these little ballroom things, you kind of get a real feel of a pro fighter. And then, um, yeah, he talked to them. They got me a fight. And then it just like took off, man. It just took off. That's really, crazy. it really. I don't. I don't know how to explain it. I felt like I was fighting like every like three to four months, you know. But the 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 transition was great. I feel like I really loved it at the time. It was like no no pressure, no nothing. You know, yeah. you're just doing it really off love and fun. Like I'm still doing it for that. Yeah. But it's just like beginning. You're really not getting any money. <laughs> you're just like. No, nobody really knew, knows you. You're trying to pro- prove yourself. You know, I was young. I was like, dude, 23, so, yeah. And um, have you fought in the – have you only fought in the Apex? Yes. 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 So you, you haven't been around, like, the biggest crowds, I guess, because it's the Apex and it's, like, a little – it's just smaller. In there. Yeah, and the whole COVID stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I came back again, like, when the whole COVID happened. That's kind of what made me want to come back, you know, when the whole COVID and – I got in a real bad accident. I was like, what am I doing with my life kind of thing? 
like yeah. I see that life could be taken any time, you know. It's scary. Um, well, I'm happy that that did not happen to you. Obviously, that's a terrible thing. But I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, so we wanted to ask you. We talked about this beforehand. We wanted to ask you about Jake Hadley and Tatsuro Tyra because those guys. First off, your first round against Jake Hadley was one of the best first rounds I've ever seen. Um, no way. Really? I swear. It was insane. Like the way that you guys just go out there and start just throwing like everything. You guys were just it, going. It looked, like a, it looked like a one championship kind of kickboxing. Yes. Match, right. Yeah. Yes, it did. And, and you guys were just people sitting there chucking. Me, people kept telling me that. Yeah. Even the, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know if you've heard, if you heard it, but the booth was going crazy too. Like, I for, I oh think yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I remember when I was in walking out, the producers were like, man, even the doctors, they yeah. look like the, the doctors look like people that wouldn't be a fan or uh, like you. You think they yeah. wouldn't chill with the boys, <laughs> and they're like a big fan. They're like, man, that looked crazy. That was a fun round. Like you, that's, know, that's why they do that. You know, they're up too. I understand that for sure. But it was so. Were you planning on like I'm gonna go out there and just fucking throw, or were you like actually, you were, yeah, because um. We kind of started having some things like the night before, some like kind of words a little bit. And um, I just felt like I knew he was going to want to strike too. You know, like I knew he wasn't going to be scared to strike a little bit and to exchange. And yeah, just like I felt when we had the little weigh in things, I was like, man, I just want to hit this dude. I just, just rewatched the weigh in. It was funny. Yeah. What did he yeah, say like, to you? No, no, no. It was in the back. Like nobody's seen this. It, um, he comes up to me right in the side. Like, he was supposed to be in front of me. They were going to call his name, like, a line. And he goes right in the side of me. And he even starts staring at me. Like, really doesn't say a word, nothing. Just a cold stare. And we're just, you know, like that. Staring game. And the line staring at each other. Everybody's just staring at us, too. I could tell it. But early, like, right before we were about to weigh in, he just like we're just staring at each other. Literally, I say it for like a good <laughs> two to three minutes, but it felt like forever huh. until the uh, until the guys, you know, the USC staff were like, "All right, guys, come on, come on, come on." And that's why you kind of see in the way, and it kind of kept going yeah, a little bit. Going like, yeah, he's like the weird flex kind of thing going on, and you guys are just yeah. staring at each other. I'm kind of a fan of him too, but it's just like I just thought it was it was like crazy, it was a little crazy. But I enjoy that stuff, man. I enjoy that stuff. Yeah, it's like the um. Well, I'm 30, and so in school when we did used to like, like scrap it was a lot of talking, MySpace or something like that. But it was really about <laughs> your friend said this, your friend said yeah. that. You're staring at you. You're looking at me wrong. <laughs> so I kind of it kind of brought me back to that like, and I just knew this like it was gonna be a game fight, you know. Those back and forth they always seem to lead to great rounds. Oh, but I'm telling you guys, if you guys would have seen it, you you guys would have got hype. You guys yeah. got hype. Like everybody was like watching for a while before, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't do it. So he's got a massive head. <laughs> What's that like hitting it? Was it was it like did it hurt when you were hitting it? Because I know some guys they just got this chin of steel. What was what was unique about yeah, him? I was um I feel like he was not nothing out of the ordinary, but I, yeah. I feel like definitely um hard-headed like strong you know we were hitting each other at night and then my hands didn't, didn't hurt nothing like that it's just the, the kid the kid is solid you know he, we were both taking good shots you know both of you were for sure how um and how were his hands did they was anything special i would say i would say um 
he caught me like with one good leg kick that I was like, man, I gotta check these shits. <laughs> It's like that shit yeah. hurt it, and I've been dealing with kickboxing for I say for four more than like ten years. Body guys that snap it in there, give you good front kicks to the gut. Man, I remember I felt that one, and then there's adrenaline. I was like, whoa, that was a that was a good one, you know. I recall that I was like that was a good shot, you know. <laughs> and um, so all right, that's a good transition because Tatora Tyra, um, admittedly one of my I'm I'm pretty obsessed with this dude as well. Yeah, this so, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how are his leg kicks? Um, if anything, I would say he's pretty strong for his age, right? Yeah, he looks very strong in there. Like I thought, I was gonna be like the bigger guy, even in the weigh-ins yeah. and stuff, and as big as me, even stockier in a way. I was like, this kid's pretty. Like, what is it? What is, who is he training with? Type thing, you know? <laughs> but um. If anything, I would just say his strength, man. His strength, yeah. nothing, nothing like his leg kicks or nothing like Jake, like I said, like his striking. Because you could definitely yeah. tell Jake the striking pace guy. Like, he likes mm-hmm. to strike. So does Tissero, but you could tell he likes to, he wants to grab you a little bit, you know? But he felt pretty strong, i say, for his age, you know? That's the only thing he stuck out. I was like, his body locks and stuff, his like his mounts and stuff. Like, everything just, what I could recall, strong. And I'm usually the smaller guy in the in the training room. And I'm just like, man, this kid's strong. This kid's strong. You know? I mean, good for you. I mean, obviously you didn't get the win, but you took him to decision, which not a lot of guys have been able to. He hasn't lost yet. Pretty good, right? Yeah. He's, I know he's la- I didn't see the other one, but I seen his last fight. His last one, yeah. Yeah, where he was I just he was in that like, tough spot. Yeah, he was in this like awful he, spot and he able to just wrap people up and it looked like they just get stuck. So the fact that you could handle all that was very impressive because I mean that was a tough spot to be in for sure. Um, yeah, and then that fight too. I I just I don't really like to talk about it too, but I had a few tears in my leg. Oh really? Yeah, I oh, had a uh, I had like a bar a bad sparring match the week before. Oh. And, um. Yeah, I ended up tearing my um my hamstring and my calf. Oh my god. Damn. And then if I send you, I, I can't even send you the picture, guys. Later, like my leg was black. The UFC staff was like, oh. "Wow." <laughs> I think even if we play that fight, if you see, if you look at my leg, it looks like it's like a, a little bit darker. See, and but I don't say I don't I don't use it really as because I bet you he had um you know injuries too. Yeah, but I, I just really felt like I wish. I was a little bit more, um, like, cleaner, just fresher that fight, you know? I mean, you could have gotten I it def- done. But... I definitely felt like he's definitely a talented kid. I think he, I think he's definitely going to be in the top 10, top 15. Um, but I just wish I, I felt like it would have been just a little different, you know? Just a little yeah. bit more explosive, you know, like my reactions. So, I mean, that makes it double impressive, the fact that you were able to, with all that going on, you are able to pull through, so. Good for you. I had like you know the last um card how those the main event fell out yeah like, yeah that literally, like the last couple of hours Krylov for... yeah and then it was just going around I remember that month a lot of fighters were just getting sick oh yeah I don't know if it was like from the rehydration stuff could be because I always have my plan you know I was kind of do my own stuff and I was just like so sick that morning and then I had to fight I had to do the weight cut again in two yeah. weeks. Oh, so it wasn't like the best. But hey, 
you got this next fight coming up, which we're going to ask you about. Uh, and I, I think you're going to get it done here. Wait, Jeff, what did you have to say real quick? Yeah, I just wanted, I want to talk more on the injuries because you dealt with some tough injuries early in your career. It, how do you get out? Like, how do you keep your head up during that time? Oh, man, like, it's so many, like, doubts and stuff like that. It's really just being mentally strong. Like, I remember when I got hurt, a lot of the times, it was my first, one of my first injuries was, like, it was a grappling tournament, and I got taken down. I landed, I posted it on my arm wrong, and I didn't just snapped it. Oh. And, I, I, and I remember after that, I was just like, oh, man, I'm not done. Like, this is not me. That wasn't me, you know. So a lot of that was like the mental, mm. Jeff. Like I was just like, man, it's it's not. That was lucky, you know. Like like yeah. just stuff like that. I just like, I'm gonna yeah. come back harder. I'm gonna train harder. I'm gonna stop being lazy and training and stuff like that. And when you came back, you came back right with a unanimous decision win in uh, CES. How good did that one feel? Oh, that one was after my contender fight i ended up tearing my acl around i was just sitting i was just like man this is feeling crazy like he really turned my acl my mcl everything yeah. that was the other one that i was i was stuck jeff like i was stuck for a while i was like and then the division was kind of going away at the time they were getting rid of demetrius i'm like why they find somebody like me and i felt like that was a good fight and they still didn't assign me that one they give me a chance that they, they they were gonna give me another chance, but um, I had to do the surgery. And then yeah. at the time when I wanted to come back, they weren't really trying to like mess with new people for the division. Yeah, a lot of it was mental, Jeff. Like I was stuck for a while. I was stuck, but I was still training with like younger guys, twenty now wrestlers that wanted to be, in, honestly, in my shoes. Mm-hmm. So it kind of still gave me, and I was still doing good against those guys. I think that's what kept me yeah. around. It's like, if you're still doing good in the gym against these, like, young little prospects yeah. and stuff, man, I still got it. So still it was still it. around. It was still around. And then there was CES. They really just came um, to Springfield. And I know the promoters, Pat and Jimmy. Mm. And they were like, Carlos, we're going to really um, – you're living in Springfield, right? And I'm like, yeah. And they were like, we're going to be down the street. It's literally down the street the arena. Oh, yeah. And I was like thinking about it. I was like, "Why not? Why not?" And I just, I just went for it, man. It just like it keeps going. It keeps going. Yeah. And I actually had a big, massive crowd that one. Cartel. There was a couple cartel guys in there. Oh jeez. <laughs> like, like no, no, no. New England cartels. You know, New England cartel. No. Um, like Rob Font, Calvin Cater, that guy. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. I thought you were talking about like, like the fucking... Of, like Tom Peg. I don't know if you know those guys. Like, no, yeah. We know Rob Font. I thought you were talking about like the fucking drug cartels. And I was like... Nah, <laughs> no, I just mean like the cartel guys. Like like the whole group were there. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So there was like a lot of people. And it was just like great. Like just yeah. went in home main event. Everybody was like really happy and excited to see me fight again. It was like yeah. four years. You know the excitement awesome. you could imagine, man. It was great, and then CES always treated me, um, treated me well. Like were a fan of me too, and you know I feel like they're one of the reasons too to get me up there, like get to the UFC. What's uh, what promotion has treated you the best? Um, I'll de- I'll definitely say CES, man. Yeah. CES is majority of my career, and um, Jimmy and Pat were always like 
motivating when I wanted it. Like I told you, like when they they were in town, they were like, Carlos, you know, we're going to be in town. I know you're training. Like you want to, you want to do this again? <laughs> it's like, it just happened, man. It's great. Like that, I feel like that win really led for me to get into the whole, like the contender series and yeah. thing. It's like crazy thing. Like look, guys, I'll say like three years ago, I wasn't even I wasn't even thinking about fighting again kind of thing. Oh really? How come? Just like I told you, the the pay and um being a little older and then just just Dana didn't sign me the first time and stuff like that. But then when I got like called to the contender, it just like revamps you again, you know. That win, like Jeff was saying, was the one that kind of like set everything back. Made or- it- Oh, this is what it feels like again. <laughs> turning <laughs> point. The turning yeah, point. Yeah, it really was. It really was, man. Uh, that's awesome. Um, so you have a fight. You're taking on Rafael Estevam, UFC Fight Night, uh, April twenty second. He's got nothing. He's got no losses. Eleven and zero. How are you? How are you planning on giving him that loss? Um, I'm definitely thinking about um, you know, like sprawling a little bit, hitting him with some punches. I feel like. When I see some fights of him, I don't I don't think he likes to get punched a little bit. Mm, there you go. Um, I see like I seen his contender one, and he likes to go for that single or that double, that half part and round and pound. There wasn't too many fights I seen. There's another um, fight my coach was telling me, mm. but I definitely feel like if I don't let him um, get into his game plan, I I could definitely frustrate him. You know, like make him experience things that. I don't think he is uh, have have experienced before in that yeah, cage. That exactly. When it happens, you know, you really got to be have that hard fighter kind of thing. Yeah. You know, well, I I feel like I like to I like to go anywhere. Like I even like to go on the ground too. And I feel yeah. like my other one, my with Jake, I I wasn't able to show. Like I feel like especially on the ground, man. Like I feel like I'm a better than what I'm showing. You know, and it's just yeah. like I definitely feel I could. Yeah. Him some areas, you know. I definitely think you'll be able to get that done for sure. And I think um yeah, like I you definitely said, don't see him like holding me like how Cicero or anything did. You know, he I see um his game on half guard and I'm like, man, I'm working with the New England cartel guys and that's all they really drill, man. Get ups, not like not upsetting the bottom kind of thing. If you can't submit, you can't sweep, like reverse or get up, try to try to you know, hit him with some punches, trying to trying to make it a fight, kind of thing. Oh. Kind of like the game plan. That's always like my game plan, make it a fight. I'm excited for that, Jeff. Yeah, uh, this fight, what six six weeks out, seven weeks out. Yeah, I'll say seven. Yeah, yeah, seven. When, did, when does your camp usually start? Well, I kind of knew like ten weeks out. We were in negotiation, like yeah. opponent wise. So I was I was training. You know, I say mid. I enjoy the holidays a little bit. And then, two, a lot of people don't know with the Jake fight, when he had me in the triangle and he called me with an elbow, it broke my orbital. Oh, shit. So that, that took eight to ten weeks to heal after my fight. Yeah. So, that's November. Hmm. So, it really healed after, like, the holidays. So, February, I felt like, the, i say the end of January, it was when I really started to feel really good yeah. again. I'll, I'll do cardio, you know, I'll do the, I'll go to the gym and stuff, but like getting sparring, getting hit, I was rolling and stuff, but just like really getting hit and stuff, 
I didn't do it till after, say like the the New Year's and stuff like that. All right, that's that's interesting. But I started getting after it after it, Jeff. Like I say, February. I kind of mm-hmm. knew. Yeah. So it's been like a actually like a ten to twelve week camp, honestly. Wow. Damn. But that's just, a whole like, lot of time. <laughs> yeah, we just signed. We just signed it. That's why I'm like. I'm so grateful for the UFC. I feel like they've been yeah. so lenient with me, you know, like giving me right training, like training camps. A lot of the contenders were short notices. So, like, I just been like happy. So, if they're giving me anything other over like seven or six weeks, I'm just happy, you know. And you I go. got like two months to prepare. Got you know? something to look forward to. Yeah. You know, like, even I was a little, I felt like, you know, I've been on my skid. I've been a little bit down, but I just I feel like being in the gym always gets my yeah. better and now, being around friends. And now you're finally healthy too. Like you're going into this. Yeah, I'm so, actually getting punched. Like it yeah, feels good. Um, like I tell you, I've been wrestling hard. Like a lot of faith pushing my face and people's like chest and stuff. So it's, I'm telling you guys, like when you have that stuff, you don't want to get touched a little bit in your face. Broken over, you gotta let things heal. You know that's yeah. one thing I feel like about fighters; they don't let things heal fully. They just want to like fight again and fight again. You know. No, yeah, that's good that you're letting yourself heal. That I think that's so, that's the truth to longevity. A, it's been a nice long camp. You know, I'm trying to just mm-hmm. a lot of it is trying to show up healthy to, to fight. That makes sense. Um, all right, we're gonna ask you a couple questions and then we'll let you go now. Um, Sorry. tonight, UFC 285. Are you watching? Oh, man, man. I, I, I got, yeah, I got yeah. to, man. John Jones definitely one of, like, well, all the stuff that happened, regardless, I always get excited when he fights. Me too. I don't know I why, man. I don't know <laughs> why, what it is. Like, and if you see, I, I haven't told nobody this, so you guys yeah. are the first ones to know. Awesome. But if you, if you see me get into the ring, mm-hmm. if you see it, that I do that little, like, cartwheel flip, I got that from Jones. Hey, that's that's cool. cool. I didn't know that. I got that from Jones. If you see Jones yeah. come in, he does a cartwheel kind of thing. That's nice. I play cartwheel. <laughs> and I just felt like he's always been like degraded. Every time I see him fight with his kicks, his, his yeah. wrestling, yeah. his elbows, I was no always. No matter a- what, the way he gets it done, it's always something That's exciting. That's what I'm saying. At the time, was like deadly guys, like Rampage and Leota. Scary guys. Yeah, he choked out Leota, Machida. You know Leota, Machida. Saying- we used to go to Hooters just to see the fight. That's like the only place he used to be at. Oh man, I used to love that guy. So I'm definitely going for Jones this one. I think. You think? Do you think he's gonna get it done here? I think the decision. I think Serial Gone, his timing being fast is gonna like trick a little bit. But I feel like Jones is so so good fight IQ. He's gonna know, like I'm gonna have to maybe take it down. I'm gonna have to do what I gotta do. So yeah. this is gonna beat him off points. It's kind of like what he did with like maybe I would say. To Anthony Smith, I I can see um John Jones doing what Francis Nugano did to take him yeah, down, but make it a little harder because he knows yeah. John is gonna take him down. That makes sense. Um, you know what I mean, Francis, I didn't I didn't think he was gonna take him down. Yeah, and then he took him down and kind of caught him off guard. I think you know what I mean. So it's yeah. probably like was off guard kind of thing. So next you fight, Jones. Uh, I, yeah, I think I I have Jones. Um, I think mostly I just looked at it like. Uh, that Nganu fight was kind of showed a couple of holes just with the takedown. But like you said, I don't think he was expecting it. Yeah, so, like, I just part of it. He was expecting that. Yeah, like these massive strikers and then they're grappling. This yeah, fight. it's weird. It definitely is weird. 
the grapplers are usually having a striking war. So, I mean, it, it's strange. It's strange. And I think, like, I'm scared, too, for Jones because, one, he's going up in weight. So, yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't know how that changes his speed. And then Ciro Gans is one of the fastest heavyweights. Yeah, and he knocked out. He don't move like a heavyweight, especially with his fight on tie. That's what so, I was just gonna say. He, he that knockout of Ty was like he has hands too. Like I, I think people I feel kinda... like Cyril Gunn might have been his like hardest possible matchup going in. If you can't Cyril Gunn down, and you know that's what Cyril Gunn's gonna be working, right? Like yeah. I would, yeah. I would, I would think so. I would think so. You know, like, but then it's just when that, you get in the ring with Johns, man, it's different. It's levels, it's to, you know. You yeah, can tell. Put against him. But let's see, man. Let's see. You know, I think, I think the. The right cause Jones, but you know, MMA, I think that's why we watch it, guys. Exactly. Yeah. It's insane. Anything can happen. You always be like, the end of it, you know? Yeah, for Valentina and, and Alexa Grasso, who you have in that one? I think Valentina, because I actually met Valentina in the PI. Oh, really? I was I actually hit bag, bag with her, like, did some bag oh. with her. I, I'm not like oh. teammates or anything, but I wasn't like literally right next to her. She was like such a nice, nice really? woman. That's crazy. Yeah. She's really smart, you know. Like she's just yeah. a really nice, humble, smart yeah. champion. Yeah, she's she, uh, she's she nice. represents herself well. I yeah. would say it's crazy how she just goes all over the world and trains. Like yeah. she'll literally train in every corner. I think she's in Japan. Yeah, she's in Japan most recently. I think. And then every like you could tell where her training, it's everything's with full intent. Her bag, she's like with her spinning stuff, her spinning yeah. bag fist shots for a girl because when you see them in real life you're like oh man they're human they're like they're not as big as what they look on but she hit the bag hard i can hear her shots <laughs> and but i gotta repeat she was i'm so i'm going for her i just feel like just with my experiences with her and stuff yeah i think i think it's gonna be her as well um well-rounded Shav- yeah she's very well-rounded uh shavkat rachmanov is fighting against jeff Neal. Oh, that's my guy right that's here, my guy man. too that's that's he's like one of my favorites i love that dude i feel like when he was going under the radar like like how were people were with hamza i was like yes. that with him like, and nobody's yeah. talking about this guy yeah nobody's spinning back kicks and he's you insane. know like these heel kicks he's so, and, so and so crazy. that don't really get submitted and stuff i'm like he's quiet guys yeah i'm like you can tell he's big too he's ginormous Six one one seventy. Oh. He's yeah. making Neil small. Um, and Neil missed weight too. Neil missed by like five pounds or something. Really? Yeah, he's out. Maybe, he weighed in at one seventy five. Maybe an injury, man. It could be. I wish there was. I wish there was more weight classes. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, like this one, guys. Like I hired a whole nutritionist just to make the whole thing like a little bit. I we do the icon meals and stuff, but it's like. Man, when it comes down to these last pounds and yeah. stuff, man, it, like, you got to really have professional work. And I don't... If you're what, in your 30s, what do you go into? Like, what do you do to get that last few pounds off? Jeff, like, I'm going in this... Uh, it's really, like, <laughs> horrible, horrible stuff, man. It's like putting a bag in on, on your, your body and going to the sauna and going back and forth to the like a really hot tub like oh like a yeah tub and you know like you're already hot and then it's like and then you go out of that tub and you're wrapping yourself up with towels so it always feels like you have like a wet blanket on you like you're just always sweating 
So yeah. I, but I feel like with the science, I feel like I I got to do it professionally. It's, it's proven with the science. I, I got to do it. It, it. it helps, you know. I'm doing it, I would say, right better this camp you know just because mm. i know that is like a big deal you know and i agree with the more weight divisions i mean like as a fan i, I, yeah. I will feel like it will be more champions who needs to be uh more opportunities for guys to become bigger names more like better households fights. in right and Compared like to, like interim titles and stuff and i don't yeah. want to watch like people get injured one from the weight cuts and then they can't fight like you want them to. And then two, I don't want to watch as a fan. I don't want to watch someone who's just cut all this weight and isn't looking right. You know, right. I want to see them at their best. I guess the only argument against it is that it will just get watered down like boxing. Cause imagine, cause we already have a bunch of interim titles. Imagine we get like double that, but it don't have to be like boxing, like every like three to five pounds. Right. Like yeah. it'll yeah. be, Especially with the lighter weight, I feel like since averagely, like people are just like what five eight, five nine, that one fifty five range, right? Yeah. So I would say like if they could have like one twenty five, one thirty, one thirty five, one forty, forty five, one fifty, fifty five, and then the higher weight, maybe a little bit more, mm. like separated, maybe wait, maybe get a little like I would say two hundred five, two twenty five. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying like maybe like stuff like that. Yeah. I just yeah. like it would. Get, I feel like people will regardless watch, right? Yeah, yeah, no uh, doubt. Uh, the more stuff right? is put out, I watch. I watch everything. I mean, and then you see in like things like one how they're doing like the no weight yeah. cut, like, I like that. Yeah, and how things are really, uh, well, uh, well, you know, played yeah. out there. Everything's yeah. one well, like. Nobody's dying or nothing. Yeah, like, no, everybody, yeah, it's looking good down there. Um, or over there. <clears throat> but yeah, so Shavkat. What? So Shavkat, I think. You think Shavkat? Like people sleeping on him, but I think I'm riding the wave. Me too. I'm I'm all over. I I love Shavkat. He's oh man, he's he's something special. Comes out too. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I want to see that matchup, man. For like for like the contender, you know, like know. kind of thing. I can't yeah, wait. we've been talking about this matchup for a minute now. Yeah, we've staying staying 170. Uh Hamzat's going up. Is he? Yeah. So not, said... I, I'm not sure. You never know with Hamzat, though. They, but his manager came out and said it, I think. Yeah, oh, really? but he also yeah. said he wanted Brock Lesnar after that one fight, so <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, right? He he missed what like what 10 pounds the last one? Yeah, yeah. I think it was like eight or ten, something like that. <laughs> he goes, not that much. <laughs> Kind of big. That's like I don't even want to try it all. I know that's a yeah. lot. Speed five or like, like you said, Magnier's like, or Neil, whatever is like. Yeah, Jeff was five. I, I can't do this. Yeah, Jeff Neil looked bad on the scale. He looked he looked like he was trying. Like he looked he looked pretty uh just like exhausted from trying to cut. Have Have you seen his legs though? Jeff Neil's. Yeah, like his calves. I seen him in the PI one time. Man. His leg, not the biggest dude, but like, yeah, he definitely having the weight um coming from his legs. Huh? I didn't even. I never realized that. That's funny. Just yeah, look. At, I'll definitely be looking tonight. Just look at his legs, man. He's just like his his um ankles. You know, like they yeah. match the same. I would say like Lorenz Larkin, like his body figure. Like you can tell they're like a little bit thicker. You know, structure. Yeah. Well, um. All right. 
we'll let you go now because I know you're a busy guy. Um, is there anything you want to promote before you go? Um, no, I'm just training a lot with my guys, you know, the cage, um, my Connecticut guys, and then training a lot this camp with Rob Font and helping him get prepared for Adrian Giannis and New England cartel guys, being with Tyson and stuff, just being in a in a room like that and just full of pros and the energy is like live. So I'm kind of excited this fight coming up. You know, I definitely feel like yeah. I kind of have more structured this fight and um, just like really want to give a shout out to everybody that has been supporting me. You guys even, you know, trying to yeah. get some love too, even, you know, yeah. trying to promote. I appreciate it guys. Big time. We not appreciate you. I want to prove myself, man. I just yeah. feel like I'm not, but you know, like I, I appreciate you saying that 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 round with Jake was great, but I just know what I'm capable. You know, mm-hmm. I just really know what I could do in the in the in the in the training room. So I just want to sh- show yeah, it in the biggest, it. and then show why Dana is like giving me all these chances. You know, too, because oh. like there's guys that have one loss, and he's like, "You're out of here." I feel very blessed in a way on that type of mindset. You got a bunch of fans over here rooting for you. Um, I appreciate you guys big time, man. Yes, and we can't wait to watch you, and we can't wait to watch you get that win. So, um, yeah, shout out to Carlos Candelario. Thank you for coming on. Um, I hope to see you down at the um, Dana White looking for a fight uh, with the Connor Matthews fight. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. I'll be there. Check me out, guys. Yeah, it'll be a couple days after. That seemed cool. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, it'll be a couple days after my twenty-first birthday, so I think I'll be allowed to go there at the uh, casino. Is there what? Is there what it'll birthday? My twenty-first. It'll be my twenty-first. Oh man, you gonna be drinking? Yeah, I'll about <laughs> to be. I'll, yeah, so uh, I'll have to come down there. Man, that's a big there, man. Yeah, you it'll man. be. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, <laughs> really adult. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm feeling good. I appreciate it, but yeah. Um, How old are you, Jeff? I'm twenty. Uh, okay. Oh, well, you almost September, there. I turned twenty-one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I pre- yo, I love, I love the energy, guys. You guys are doing it with the podcast and stuff, man. That's great. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I really do. All right. That's great. Thank you. Yes. All right. So stay tuned for April twenty-second. Carlos Candelario is taking on Rafael Estevam at UFC Fight Night. It's going to be an awesome fight. Uh, stay tuned to watch Carlos get that win. Thank you for coming on. Uh, We will be back with a review episode of UFC 285 very soon.